Hi, welcome to episode 605 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott. And the strawberry is not made out of straw, and it's not a berry. What's up with that? In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of the Fantastic Four, starting with issue, issue one and going all the way to issue 645. Today it's Fantastic Four, volume four, number four, from April 2013. My Funny Valentine by Matt Fraction and Mark Bagley. So the issue begins with what I guess is a flashback to an old house owned by an old lady and Reed is looking to rent a room. He encounters the woman's niece for the first time. It's Sue Storm. Reed immediately decides to rent the room. Reed must have a bad memory because in this flashback, Sue is not that young. I mean, it's a comic book. It's hard to guess at their ages. And we don't see them standing side by side for comparison to see how tall she is. But the way Sue is drawn here, she could be 15, she could be 25 or 35. Hard to tell. Definitely, she's not 12. So in the flashback, Sue is doing some gardening and then cut to the present, or the year 2013 to be precise, Sue is in their ship working on their little garden, which I guess provoked Reed's flashback. Reed is chatting with Ben about a planet they found called Ileth. They'll be arriving the next day and spending a few more days there. Ben seems enthusiastic. Great, great, more stuff to punch. Now Ben, that's the guy who knows what's going on. Them aliens, all aliens, they need to be punched. Reed says it ain't like that. They have agreed to meet for an exchange of cultural information about each other. And then let me guess, there will be punching. Reed is excited to see their quantum molecule technology. Ben sits in a chair and he falls over while Johnny laughs, saying that he rigged that chair a month ago. Which makes me think, is volume four happening in real time? Have they been out in space for a month? Reed has to break up a fight between the two of them, reminding them that they're in a spaceship, which is not a good place for punching holes in walls. Ben mopes away, seeming lonely and cooped up on this trip. The Fantastic Four shuttle lands, and they're greeted by the alien race, people with bug faces, many eyes, and blue bodies. The FF and the kids have universal translators, and they get out of the ship. So when they come out, Reed introduces everyone, including his wife, calling her Dr. Susan Storm. What? what? Isn't that Mrs. Susan Richards? What the hell is that all about? I mean, Sue is totally, 100%, not a doctor. She became the invisible girl in her early 20s. I don't recall her ever going to medical school. I think either there's a problem with the universal translator, or Reed is just blowing some smoke up the alien's asses and trying to pull one over on them. They're welcomed by, uh, <clears throat> Draw, daughter of Elsh, daughter of Bell. She's the planetary governor of the world Ileth. Why is it on these alien worlds, they always have one government? 
Suddenly, people start bowing down before Sue, saying, There she stands, of golden mane and blue eyes. The old friend from many sleeps ago. Sue is like, Uh, who, me? So, uh, one of the alien guys mentions the Cave of Fane, where early examples of writing and art can be found. He motions for the FF to follow him, and he will tell them more. Next, we go to another flashback, this time with College Reed moving into the rental house. Reed trips and falls down, and Sue helps him up, and that is the first time they touched. Back in the present, they're having a feast for the Fantastic Four, and the head alien guy tells the FF more about the Cave of Fane. And basically, in short, there's an old drawing of the Fantastic Four and the kids in their 2013 FF uniforms, which were found in the old caves. Of course, they conclude that the FF are part of some old, ancient prophecy. I guess. It's just some time travel nonsense. Reed wants to go have a look at these caves, and Sue asks the kids if they want to go explore some caves, and Valeria asks, Will there be ghosts? Valeria, by the way, as drawn by... Bagley, looks way too big to be only three years old. Or even four years old. It's like she's aged a few years since the Hickman run. Franklin asks, Will there be ghosts? Have these kids ever read a Fantastic Four comic book? No, there won't be any ghost. There will not there will there will not be any treasure. Most likely, there will be somebody trying to kill the kids. Next, we go to another flashback, with Reed knocking on the door and asking Aunt Mary if Sue is home. Which is bizarre behavior because Reed lives in that same house. Mary even saw Reed go out the back door and walk around to the front door. He's got flowers and he's going to take Sue out on a date. And Aunt Mary doesn't seem to mind. Even though Sue is like 12 years old or 15 and he's in college. Not a problem. Reed promises to be a gentleman. Back in 2013, Franklin wakes up from the bad dream again and his parents run into the room. He's clearly had another vision of something bad happening to them and he's crying, and he says he wants to go home. Once again, I'll point out that at the end of the Hickman run, Franklin was super powerful, creating his own universe, doing all kinds of super powerful crap. Now, he's regressed back to his 1980s self during the burn run, when his powers were the ability to see the future in his dreams. It's such a dramatic shift for Franklin. It's like... Matt Fraction didn't even read the Hickman run at all. When you start writing a book, you can't possibly read every issue ever, but you should at least read the previous run. So Sue stays behind in the bed with the kids and they go to sleep. The next morning the kids seem to be in good spirits, but Sue is dead tired and she needs more coffee. Ben meanwhile is acting strange again, putting on a spacesuit and walking out on the hull of the ship so he can be alone. Franklin and Valeria are still hoping to find some ghost or some treasure in those caves. You know, wouldn't it be funny if they actually do come across some ghost and treasures in those caves? So later, the aliens do lead the FF and the kids down the caves and to the drawings of themselves on the cave wall. They're pretty mystified 
about how an accurate representation of them came to be on that wall. They tell Sue they've been waiting for her for years, and they treat her like a queen if she wants them to, which sounds like an offer to be, you know, a queen. Which, oddly enough, is not the first time Sue's had that offer. Sue tells Reed that she wants to stay behind for a bit and do some reading. Later, when Sue returns, she's wearing some alien clothes and she tells Reed that things with the aliens started to take a quasi-religious overtone, so she felt like she had to leave. And then she tells him that she thinks that Reed is hiding something, and she leaves the room. Isn't he always hiding something? Next, another flashback where Reed is moving out of the house. Sue's upset that Reed is leaving. He says he's working on his third doctorate. So, what, he's got to be, like, in his 30s by now? She asks if he's going off to find another undergrad now. Meaning that at this time, she's an undergrad? So does that make her at least 18 at this point? He tries to convince her that he's nothing. he's not leaving because he doesn't care about her. And she ends up kissing him. And I think that's that's safe. Totally totally legal at this point if she's an undergrad. Finally, back in 2013, Reed is alone writing in his journal. And we see it was Reed who traveled back in time and drew those old cave paintings. Which, you gotta hand it to him, is a great way to make friends with an alien race. Or maybe to impress his wife. I don't know. He goes in and he wakes up Sue and says, Susan, you were right. We need to talk. And that is the end of the issue. You know, once again, this issue opens up a can of worms about Sue and her age when she met Reed. And so I looked this up, uh, this issue up on the Marvel uh, Wikia page. And this is what it said. This story states that Reed moved into Mary's home while Sue Storm was in her late teens. This refutes previous recountings in Fantastic Four 291 and Fantastic Four 543 that state that that Sue was only 12 years old when she first met Reed. In the letter page from Fantastic Four Volume 4 Number 9, Tom Brevoort explains that they changed Sue's age because having a college-aged male falling in love with a pre-teen was inappropriate. However, this creates some issues with continuity, namely regarding Sue's physical age. In Marvel Knights 4, number 1, Sue states that she was 21 years old when she first went into space in Fantastic Four number 1, and at the time of that story in Marvel Knights 4 number 1, she was 30 years old based on the measurement of time per the sliding time scale of Earth, whatever, the Marvel Universe Earth, Sue would roughly be 32 years old at the time of this story. Meanwhile, per Fantastic Four 605, at the time of this story, Reed is roughly 50 years old, per the sliding time scale, which would make, which would make Reed about 38 years old around the time of Fantastic Four number one. By the original version of Reed and Sue's first meeting, nine years had passed from the time that Reed and Sue first met, making Reed 29 at the time. Sue's actual age is not mentioned in this story, but she appears to be a young woman who is at least 19 years old. This drastically ages Sue from making her uh, 28 at the time of the space flight and closer to 40 at the time of this story. This dramatically contradicts all the events that Reed 
uh, partook in after leaving State University. As such, readers could, could assume that while Reed did first meet Sue when she was 12 years old, he didn't develop romantic feelings until they reconnected when she was older. Okay, that's what it said. Everything there depending on, depends on the idea that Sue looks like she's 19 years old. But she doesn't. She doesn't look like any age other than she doesn't look like she's 12. She could be 15 or 14 or 19 or 25. Who knows? I don't know why they're assuming that she's 19 years old in the Marvel Wikia. Uh, I still don't think she's... I think she might be 15. It's really hard to figure out anything about their ages based on this issue because no ages are given. And we're not told how long Reed was living in that house. Sue is clearly an undergrad at the end of the issue, at least 18. But how long was Reed in that house? Two years? Four years? Six years? Who knows? You know, I joke about Reed meeting Sue when she was 12 years old, but they clearly stated that Reed and Sue did not actually become a couple until she was older. So really, that's not so bad. Just leave it the way it is. By trying to make Sue closer to Reed in age, they just totally screw up hundreds and hundreds of issues of the Fantastic Four where Reed is clearly much older than Sue. So before I go, let me take a quick look at FF Volume 2 Number 4 by Matt Fraction and Mike Allred. And we're back to them talking about how they can take out Doctor Doom. Meanwhile, we see a newspaper headline that She-Hulk is getting sued by Miracle Man for, you know, kicking his ass. By the way, Miracle Man was killed by the Scourge or the Scrouge, or whatever he was back in the 1980s. But he's alive. It's a miracle. Also, with that Johnny Storm from the future, Medusa is convinced that he isn't the Johnny Storm they know. That pink-haired girl that asked Johnny if he remembers her. You know, I can't remember her. And it's only been a few days since the last time I read an issue of the FF. Johnny flies off, saying, There were a lot of girls. She-Hulk, She-Hulk, goes out on a date with Wyatt Wingfoot, which is pretty cool. Once again, like with Franklin and his powers, Matt Fraction is clearly channeling the John Byrne run here. Little Bentley is so jealous of the She-Hulk, this entire issue, he has some kind of crazy crush on her She-Hulk. And this issue ends with Medusa sitting on Bentley's bed saying, I want you to achieve your destiny, and I'm going to help you do it. Which seems rather cryptic or creepy, however you, look, however you want to look at it. So that's all for today. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmo.com. You can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. Feeling my way through the darkness Guided by a beating heart I can't tell where the journey will end But I know where to start They tell me I'm too young to understand They say I'm caught up in a dream Well life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes So that's fine by me So wake me up